Welcome to It's Ms. Max Health and Culture. Health is a way of living and the mindset. Culture is a way of being and honoring who we are as a people. Fuse it together for a way of vibing. Take this journey with me. I'll see you inside. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. And this is Maxine Sinclair from Ismus Max Health and Culture, where health is a way of living and culture is a way of being. All right. Thank you so much for being in the house today. I'm so glad to be back and see you all. Um, you know, it's it's always great to be in the house and uh, on the Wake Up Radio and with that said, I just want to give a special shout out to super producer Cindy Ashby. She's back there working on the ones and twos, trying to keep the lights on for us. Please, anything you guys can donate to my sister, please do so. We want to make sure that she gets her rest as well, that she can get somebody to assist her in what she's doing. There's a lot of work going on in the background. And just to let you know, you can always catch our replays on SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. But we prefer that you sign up with OTW2.com and listen to our live radio at OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. So again, I'm so glad to be back in the house. And, you know, today we're going to be talking about when you lose control of your emotions. And speaking of which, I got a little story that I want to tell you guys that happened to me this week, speaking of being in control of my emotions. So the other day I went to the bank uh, to withdraw some money, about 560 bucks. And so as soon as I put in my ATM card, this is with Bank of America, by the way, tell you, I don't really mess with them too much only because my mom holds an account with them. <laughs> so I deal with them anyway. So I go to try to pull the money out of the account and um, right when they give, they ask you the question, how would you like your money? Would you like for us to pick it for you? Or would you like to pick it for yourself? And I'm like, no, you decide. And I clicked on that button and instantly I got a glitch. And so um, they were saying, oh, too many attempts on your card. And I'm like, okay. So I go to the, um, I call B of A. I'm like, hey, um, there's something wrong with my card. And they're like, oh, don't worry. You're you know, you know how they have you verify that it's your funds. So that's what I had to verify. Did you approve this transaction? Did you approve that? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. So I went back to the bank, tried to withdraw the money again. Once again, got the glitch. This time went and I spoke to a representative and he's like, okay, everything is cool. You got your money. And I'm like, no, sir, I did not get my money. That's why I'm calling you. He opened up a claim for me. About a couple of days after that, I get a letter from B of A saying, oh, we have closed your case. We have closed your case um, because we see that you went to the bank on this day and that, you know, at this time and that time. And looks like you got your money. Case closed. And I'm like, oh, hell to the no. You didn't. <laughs> no, no, no. So I call the bank again. I called the claim department and I'm like, um. I'm following up because you guys closed my claim. And I'm going to say, I'm gonna say, I told the guy, I said, listen, I said, you could not have looked at those cameras. And you saw, and he said, no, we didn't. I said, that's what I thought because you would have saw that I didn't take the money. So anyway, he said, all you have to do is just write a letter giving B of A permission to look at the cameras. I said, well, ain't this a blip? I got to give them permission to give me my money. Okay. So I wrote the letter. I wrote the letter, y'all. And so 
wouldn't you know, I get up this morning, the money's in my account. I get a letter from B of A saying, hey, guess what? After much review, your money has been approved permanently. You're going to get your money. Why I'm telling you this story is that this is what I talk about when I say emotions, because at the end of the day, there are some things that are just over your head that are out of your control, right? The pen is still mightier than the sword. And so I had to let them know, like, look, you guys are not going to pump me. This is my money. What if this was my rent money or something that I needed right away? But anyway, so the case is that I wrote the letter. I did what I had to do. But many people, sometimes you get so out of control, out of your emotions, you don't even think to stop to know what's the next step, what it is that you need to do. So in the end, the guy told me what to do. I was, I stayed clean. I always, I stayed cool, even though my heart was beating because I was so stressed that they would do this to me saying that, yeah, we gave you your money and we're going to keep your money. And I was like hell to the no. So I had to stop, breathe. I had to think strategically. What am I going to do to get my funds? Wrote the letter. B of A honored it. They gave me my money. However, I will no longer be using that particular card inside an ATM again. That's why I have another bank account someplace else because I don't have time for these games that these banks are playing. They're these big mega uh, gangsters, these banks. From what I understand, I mean, Bank of America, they don't even, they're not even in America. They're in Italy or somewhere, right? And so, um, but it's very important that we have to make sure that we are stopping, processing, and breathing. Now, sometimes you can't always do that. So today we're going to get into our topic, when you lose control. And you know what the topic is of the day that I want to talk about? Yes, Mr. Will Smith. And I normally don't get into these types of conversation when it comes to celebrities, but it kind of falls in the realm under health and health is mental. It's all a part of, you know, my topic. And so, um, Cindy first, I first saw the clip through Cindy, Miss Cindy Ashby here, and she sent us the clip. And I watched that clip, the whole thing play out. I must have watched the clip about three times, right? And I got to tell you, my reaction was instantly I had empathized with Chris Rock because I felt the humiliation that he must have felt when Will got on that stage and slapped the hell out of him, coolly walked back to his chair, then proceeded to cuss him out. Like in a room full of people at the Oscars. This wasn't the Source Awards. This wasn't the BET Awards. This wasn't the Backyard Boogie. This was the already racially motivated Oscar awards that very few of us, us get invited to. Will Smith is on the committee, was on the, we're going to say was, we'll, we'll get to that, was on the committee of the Oscar. Okay, so I get it, Will, you were upset. Chris Rock does what, does what he does, he makes his joke. I didn't even know, to be honest, at that time that Jada Pinkett had alopecia. I didn't know that she was going through that. However, there is always a way to settle things. Let me tell y'all something. Anytime you decide to take the low road right away, make a decision, or especially somebody like Will Smith that has so much to lose, it teaches us that you cannot buy class. 
I don't care how much money you have or all the accolades and all the money. You cannot buy class. You can't buy it. You can't buy it. He took the low vibration way out. There were so many ways that he could have handled it. I'll even give him this. I'll even give him that while he was sitting at his seat that he might have said what he said. Keep your wife's name. Oh, you're off at your fucking mouth. Okay. But still, that still was not appropriate. They could have handled this backstage and he could have still rectified it. Hell, if he, even if he wanted to slap him in the back when nobody was looking, <laughs> I can't say what this man's reaction is going should be because this is his wife. I get it. He was defending his wife. However, however, people, there is a time and there is a place for everything. There is a time and a place for everything. And one of the conversations that was going around was that they were saying, well, you know, he did it in front of all these white people. Look, he did it in front of the world. He went on that stage and he slapped that man in front of the world. He humiliated Chris Rock in front of the world. And let me also say this. I am very much a fan of both Will Smith in his own right and Chris Rock in his own right. But after what happened Sunday night, I have to tell you, I lost all respect for Will Smith. In fact, I just was highly disappointed because I've always respect his craft, the fact that he was always so disciplined in the things that he do. I mean, I've heard over the years that how he's very disciplined and making sure that, you know, he shows up early on the set. He's a person that's on time. He's about taking care of his body. But then I also heard other parts you know, that he, he can be a bit of a narcissist, a little pushy, but there's, no, there's kind of give and take with that, right? But overall, I respected Will Smith. I really did. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air coming and rose from that genre into the, into the movie film, blockbuster films that he's done. He's done amazing for himself. But even with all of that, I get that he is still a human being. However, What's the limit? Why the low vibration? Why take the low road? There is a price to pay for everything. So I just found out today that he resigned from the Oscars. Well, I figured that was going to happen. But let me tell you what bothers me out of all of this, why it upsets me so why I'm talking about this topic is because it wasn't just about the slap. It's about, you know, <laughs> these folks, these these people in the top, they pick, they pick and choose how they want to bring you down. Think back when Kevin Hart was supposed to be hosting the Oscars in 2019, but conveniently in 2018, all of a sudden these twitters that he was going that he wrote in, in the years between 29 uh, 2009 and 2011 conveniently surfaced. He didn't even get a chance to make it on the stage. Had nothing to do with the Oscars and it still cost him. Yet Will Smith was still allowed to go on that stage after that stunt that he pulled and still accept his Oscar. I call bullshit. I think they should not have let him accept that Oscar because you're sending the message that as long as it's one of your own, it's okay. Let him have slapped an LGBT person, LGBTQ plus person, or a white person, or a Jewish person. I guarantee you, he would not have been able to accept that Oscar. He would not have been able to. 
And that weak apology that he gave on the podium, not even including Chris Rock's name at that point. You're going to wait to write a written something, <laughs> you know, you write something after the fact. No, that was the time to at least halfway to redeem yourself. You apologize to the Academy. You apologize to the, the Williams sister. You apologize to everybody else, but the main person that you should have apologized to. Maybe not for maybe hitting him, but for the timing that you did, for, the, for when you did it, your timing. The timing was all off. And when a person is not in control of their emotions like that, that shows that you, you still have inner work to do. You still got a lot of inner work to do. In spite of who you are, in spite of your money, in spite of your talent, in spite of everything that you are, you've got work to do. Something's going on inside of you. Look, whenever I can think about that, whenever you've got stuff going on in your life, everything looks like to the fifth power. Because I can remember when I was going through my various things in my life, everything looked bigger than what it was. To, honestly, I didn't think the joke was that bad. I mean, the way he said it. And at the end of the, at the, end of the day, I said, well, you know what? I think that Jada Pinkett should get a G.I. Jane movie <laughs> part two out of this. That's what I thought. I said, you know what? Maybe Chris is on to something. But that look that she gave, that look was like, you know what? I just don't have time for this. You know, I don't know how heartfelt it was for her. I haven't heard her say anything about it. I haven't really, because like I said, I really don't get it too much into the gossip and I know she had some words to say, but when I saw the, even the reaction after, you know, Will sm smacked Chris Rock that way, she just was kind of sitting upright. I was like, wow, she didn't gasp. She didn't put her hands over her mouth. A lot of people were even saying, oh, it's staged. People, please, that was not staged. I, like, I, like I said, I watched the video several, several times and the, the look of humiliation, I'm telling you, I felt it to the depth of my soul for Chris Rock. I truly felt his pain. We have to always do better and be better. And people will say this, oh, they did in front of the white people. Listen, let me tell you something, the difference between us and someone else that probably white folks would have been doing the same scenario. It could have been another white person slapped another white person on the stage. But us, we are always under the eye. We know that. We know that. We don't get the same dibs like they do. We know that. It doesn't matter how much money we make, how much fame that you have. We are always under the microscope. We are always under the microscope. So why would you stoop so low? Why is the first reaction has to be violence? And I am so amazed at how many people are saying, yo, would have did the same thing. Stop lying. You would not have. Stop lying. You would not have done that. If your ass was sitting over there at those Oscars, we're not talking about the backyard book. Now, I, I'll give it this. Maybe at the backyard boogie, you might have done it. But you're going to tell me you would have gone up there on that stage like that and smacked somebody for saying something, that, a, a joke, a light joke that was made. And don't get me wrong, alopecia is, is something serious. I am not in any way discounting what Jada is going through. And in fact, I think she looks beautiful. I love her hair. I love her short hair. 
however she does, I just think she's beautiful. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not discounting her. What I'm saying is that why is violence always the first reaction when violence actually should be the last reaction? Now, the only time really that violence should be the first reaction is when your life is being directly threatened. You're talking to a woman who has weapons. When you feel like your life is being directly threatened, then yes, you have no choice. You have to step up and defend yourself. But when you're getting into a verbal confrontation with someone or you're talking with someone and you're kind of going back and forth and you think things are getting heated up, usually violence is usually the last resort, never the first, never the first. And guess what? And after all is said and done, who made out like a on top on a like a bandit on top? Chris Rock, because that man, I got to give it to him. I don't know if I could have stood there like that. I think I would. I tell you what I would have done if I would have got slapped. If I, was, <laughs> I probably would have said F these Oscars and threw that mic down and said, cut it. But Chris stood there like the champ. I commend him for that. I don't think I would have had that much power if someone would have slapped me. I would have been very reactive. I'll be I'll be honest. I would have been reactive. People were talking about what we'll do. No, I'm talking about the other end, the reactive part. You put your hands on me, it's on. It's on. But he was cool and he probably was boiling inside. And if you listen right after, right after, he even got a couple of the words mixed up because he was like so shocked. How humiliating. And to do that in front of all of those people that was there for the wins. The Oscar is supposed to be a positive experience, okay? Especially when we're involved. It's That's the only time I would tune into the Oscars. I would only like to see the Oscars because I'm a movie buff. I love movies. And so what I, what I know about the Oscars is that whenever there's a movie and it wins an Oscar, they keep it longer in the movie theater. So I would just watch the Oscars just to see what good films were out. So that way I can go to those movie theaters that I know that were hosting those movies for a longer period of time. Outside of that, I don't watch those things. They're boring. They're long. <laughs> you know, I don't watch it. I just like to catch the highlights. Um, I'm more like a Grammy person. I'll watch the Grammys because I like music. Oscars, not so much. Um, but in any case, I commend Chris Rock and his effort and just stood there and took it like a champ. I don't think I could have done that. I'll be honest. It would have been on or it would have been some words going on. It, it, it would not have ended well I'll, because I, I, that's how I work the other way. I'm very reactive that way. You touch me, it's on. You come into my space, that's it. My concern for us as a people is that we condone violence right away. Right away, we say, yes, he was right. He was talking about his wife. But would you have done what Will did if you were in that position? See, I don't believe people will. I think people think just talk. I think people just talk a bunch of stuff. I think people would talk a whole bunch of crap, and I think they would pretend and tell people, "Hold me back, hold me back, hold me back." That's what I think people would do. <laughs> Until someone takes the first punch, and then it's on. That's how it usually goes down. But Chris stood there in his suit, and he stood like a champ. And for that, I commend him. 
because I don't think I could have done that. And his tickets for his for his comedy shows have skyrocketed. He's going to be all right. He's going to be all right. But it's just like his show, Everybody Hates Chris. That was the whole premise of his show. Was that the bullying that he dealt with, the humiliation that he went uh, that he dealt with being in an all white school and being pretty much the only black kid getting having discrimination from his from his peers at school then coming home and dealing with the pressures of his parents at home he's got trauma you know chris rock has trauma so just imagine standing and thinking that you've made it i am here hosting the oscars for someone to come up on stage and just slap you in your face like you don't like you wasn't nothing like you were just some punk kid on the schoolyard. That's what he was treated like, not like the superstar he is. Well, Will wasn't acting like a stupid, stupid superstar either. He was like acting like a punk bitch doing what he did. That was just so low down and ridiculous. I'm so upset with him. I'm, so, I'm sorry, Bill. I'm mad at you because I thought you was bigger than that. I thought you were bigger than that. And people that are siding with that bullshit is wrong. Everybody has their opinion, but that was not right. We have to learn to carry ourselves in a way. And I'm not saying that we always going to be 100. I cannot always be 100. You cannot always be 100. We are emotional people, period. I know that we are. We are emotional people. But there is a time and there is a place for everything. I told you that story earlier about what happened with my money. Let me tell you something. I talk to customers every day. I talk to customers every day, two types of customers every day. The customers that understand that, you know what? I have a problem. I know it's not your fault that this problem has happened. And I appreciate you helping me. That makes my job so much easier when they get that. I want to go above and beyond for those people. But then I also get the other type of people. As soon as they get on the line, they're huffing. Oh, I already gave this information to the other person. Oh, and then they're talking and talking. Guess what? For somehow, somehow the, the line just disconnects. <laughs> I swear I didn't disconnect them. The line just disconnect. Because your spirit is not right. Why do you think that you're going to have an abundance of blessings when you're out here acting a fool, taking out on people that has nothing to do with anything that you're going through? It's no different than if you go to the grocery store and you start cussing out, cussing out the cashier because the price of coffee went, went up. What do you want him to do? He's just there working his job trying to make his money. You need to talk to the corporate office. Next thing you want to, you want to fight the cashier. That's why we got world star because people are just off the chain. They think violence is always the way to go. But what did it cost? What does it cost when you decide to go that route? If you're on these streets out here thinking you're going to do that, somebody's going to go to jail. That means somebody's going to be, you got small children, especially I'm really amazed at people out here that you have small children. But you will still risk everything. You will risk everything because your emotion, your emotions are out of control. You don't know how to be in control of your emotions. You got to work on that. That's a daily thing. Look, all of us are one 
one stop away from wearing the orange jumpsuit. <laughs> we are all one step away from wearing the orange jumpsuit. Okay. We are all one step away. But I did want to read Will's apology. A little too late, but I'm going to read it. So Will says, violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are part of the job, but a joke about Jada's mental condition was too much for me to bear and I reacted emotionally. I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I am embarrassed and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in a world of loving kindness. He's saying that there is no violence in this place, but that's exactly what he did. Hold on, do I have the other page? Oh, uh, I have the other part. It says, I would also like to apologize to the Academy, the producers of the show, all the attendees and everyone watching around the world. I would like to apologize to the Williams family and my King Richard family. I deeply regret that behavior has stained what has been an otherwise gorgeous journey for all of us. I am a work in progress, sincerely will. That's the other thing that bothers me. You was there for a pot, you won an Academy, you won a, a, an Oscar. You won an Oscar at the Academy Awards, but you put shame on yourself to the Williams family because of a comment, because you couldn't be in control. Do you see how, how it, it, it ripples? Everyone is affected, not just Jada, not just you. Other people around you are affected. Your brother's now affected. Now he wanna come, he wanna come after uh, Will. You know what I'm saying? I'm, um, Chris Rock's brother wanna come after Will. It doesn't stop. All of us, I'm telling you, we are all one stop away from the jumpsuit, going to prison. Is it worth it? A person who has so much to lose. I get it for some of that ain't got nothing to lose. But when you got so much to lose, but isn't that the world we're living in now? You would think that in spite of what's been going on with this new world order, that you think we would change. That's what hurts my heart. It's like some of us are still the same old raggedy self. That's a shame. We're still the same old raggedy self that after a pandemic, after a civil unrest, after you know going through a with the, the with the economic downturn, now we're dealing with inflation. Now they want us to get another freaking injection. How many are they going to keep going up? I don't know. And even with all that, we've lost loved ones. We've lost lives across the board. We got wars going on. But we live in this small, marginal little world thinking it's all about us. It's all about us and our, our feelings. Don't even consider. Don't even consider for a moment how our lives are just affecting other people. The, the decisions, the split decisions that are being made. You can't even be happy for your win of your Oscar because everybody's talking about this bullshit, this pettiness. And that's what bothers me, not just with just Will, because he's at the top of the food chain. So what does that say for everybody else? 
it teaches me that it doesn't matter your status in life. It's who you are as a human being. I always say many people can, you can make more money than me. You can have all the status, but you cannot beat me spiritually. Sorry. I work real hard to get here, to be in control of my emotions because I was a person who was not in control of my emotions. I would cuss you out. I would want to fight you. I would want to, you know, go to jail. I wasn't thinking, but that was because of my self-worth. So what is your self-worth? What is that price? What is that price for you? What is it, what is it going to take for people to wake up and start this journey and understand that these little things that you think is the problem is not really the problem? We've got bigger fish to fry. We got a whole world going on. We cannot be distracted. This world constantly is filling us with distractions. Constantly. One decision can change a life forever. When we think about the gun violence in this country, when we think about People losing their lives over pettiness. A jealous boyfriend is upset because he thinks his girl is stepping out of him, uh, stepping out on him, and she's dead. It's a sad world that we're living in, but I also understand that the more pressure that's on us, the more that it uh, it takes away from who we are as a human being. And this is why we say we have to do the work because, you know, where much is given, much is required. When you're a Will Smith or Chris Rock, everyone is looking at you, everyone. Will Smith, I remember one time he was on, a, a young lady interviewed him. And one of the questions was, she asked him, how did he like being famous? And Will, and Will said, I like being famous. He said, however, he says, I get sued. Like, I think he said like 17 times a year. He says, I have a lawyer on retainer. Let's me know that he is under constant scrutiny. And we don't know what he's been going through that led up to that point when he decided to jump on that stage. What happened that day, earlier that day? What happened earlier that week, that month? And sometimes what happens is it just takes one person to just tip you over the edge. But he did it to a person he knew he could have done that to. You understand what I'm saying? That's the other part that bothers me, is that you did this because you knew you could billy him. You know, Chris. You know, with, when you're dealing with certain people, what you can get away with and what you can't. I want to see uh, who we want to get up there. What about Birdman? <laughs> Who's the tough? Let's see. The Rock, Dwayne. Let's see if he would have hit somebody big like that. A bit when I, I, any one of them football players. Ooh, they always ready to get down too. They just be getting it off uh, on GP. You knew who to, to pull that stunt with. And that's the other thing. I'm so sick of this adult bullying. Oh my gosh. Adult bullying. People over 50 years old acting a fool still. You don't understand. 
The way you live this life is the way you're going. Live by the sword, die by the sword. We cannot afford it, folks. We cannot afford it. You know, for people saying, oh, that was staged. Let's just, things are just is what it is. Maybe it's still so surreal to y'all that you just said, no, this couldn't be real. This just couldn't. No, he got up there and he did that. That was real. That was real behavior going on. That was real emotional behavior happening right in front of the world, in front of our very eyes. And it was so horrific probably that people was like, oh no, it's staged. He really didn't slap him. You, did you not hear that slap? He slapped him, the shit out of him. He slapped him. So now does that get y'all pumped up to feel like, oh yeah, if that was happening to me, I can go do it. Okay, go ahead. I dare you to go to your job and go slap your boss like that. <laughs> I bet you will not. You need that paycheck, don't you? Yeah, I know. We got to be better, folks. We got to do this work. I've been doing it for 30 years. I've been working on me for 30 years. Because what happens is when you're in a rush like that and you're on a high or you're angry or you're mad, your electrodes in your body, that's your chakra from head to toe is all out of order. You're all out of order. It takes time to pull your, your faculty back in. Whenever you get angry and upset and ah, 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 and screaming, whatever, your whole being is going into shock. It's like somebody taking a, um, a stun gun and sticking and hitting you with a stun gun. Your whole body is in shock. That's what you do every time you get angry or you want to fight or you want to be violent and you keep doing that to your body enough, enough, you keep doing that and that's the way you live your life. What you're really doing is you're shutting down your body, your longevity. So you're getting older, but as you're getting older and you're continuing with that hell raising attitude and that anger attitude and I'm I'm going to F this person up. You are just, your chakras are just like, ah, wilding out, wilding out. And then it gets to a point that your body just wears down. Your mind is still going, though. That's the crazy part. Your mind is going, but your body cannot keep up with what your mind is doing. So now you feel like a crazy person in your mind because the mind cannot do what the body wants to do. Do you hear what I'm saying? The mind cannot do what the body wants to do. And that's frustrating for you because you want to go out there and you want to kick some ass because that's what you're used to doing. You used to hell raising, cussing people out. You mother effer this, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm going to kill you and all of this. And you don't even realize that <sighs> you're getting older. If you live through all those death threats that you put on people, once you get older, your body is wearing down. Your mind is starting to scramble. You can't handle that. Body can't handle that. The body, the body cannot handle that trauma. Your body is not built for that trauma. I would like to imagine that when Will wrote that apology, I'm pretty sure that once he realized what he did and he was like, uh-oh, what did I do? And he probably had to rethink, uh-uh, shoot, I really messed up. He had a good thing going. 
He was on the he was on the uh, the academy board. No, he's not on the academy board. And that's just so that's just what we know so far. We don't even know what this is going to cost him in the end. We'll see. We'll, we'll see how this year plays out. But that's their life. We got our lives to live right. But we are not them. The higher up you are, they can peg you down like that. Look what Nick Cannon had to go through. And Nick Cannon didn't even say anything mean. He gave an analogy, an opinion on something, and they took his show away. That's what they do. They will kick you off just like your job. Let you think you can go in there and be a hellraiser. They will fire you before the day's end. They're calling you off. You're out. You're out. You can't come back here no more. They're not tolerating it. And I know how it is when you're feeling emotional about something. I get that. And you have the right to speak what you're saying. But what I'm saying about resorting to doing the violence first and not thinking about the consequences. Every time you make a decision to hurt someone, whether it's yourself or someone else, you have to think about the consequences. You have to. Who are you hurting in this? It's not just you. It's not just your, your wife. It's not just your children. It's everybody that's associated with you. Everybody suffers a repercussion. Now you want to mess with your money? That's where they're getting you. Look, back in those days when you think about Martin Luther King and you think about um, JFK and all of those and Mega Evers, all of them, they resorted to violence. Boom. They would kill you. Didn't think anything about it. Would kill you dead. We don't even know. We can't even hold a, per a single person accountable who did the actual killings? And if they did, they weren't held accountable for it. But now they got a new way of killing you, right in your pockets. Defamation of character. That is the new hanging. That is the new assassination. Taking your funds. Bankrupting you. And I'm saying, and that's at the top. Well, we're talking, I'm talking about us people we're the we're the normal working class or whatever we are people what do we do when we are confronted with a situation how are we handling it are we just acting like we're going to get that jolt in our body every time or get angry every time and then again do not get me wrong there are times that you just have to just be like ah, i get it Sometimes I can't be in control of this emotion, but I'm better than what I was. What I'm saying is the first thing I'm not trying to do is get up there and try to pick up a bat. I'm not trying to shoot anybody. I got to talk this thing through. And then at that point, if I feel like my life is threatened, then I got to do what I got to do. That's the order. It's not the world we really live in, but that should be the order. And I'm not and I'm not talking about just violence and things that's going on. That's a whole nother segment in itself. I'm talking about when we can make when we have the space to make a decision about something. That's what I'm talking about. When we have the space to make a decision. Are we using our right minds? My saying is this. Whatever starts in your stomach goes to your head, comes out of your mouth. Be very careful. 
can't even see have words anymore. You can't even be on Instagram or YouTube. Every time I go on Instagram or YouTube, this person's being pulled down and and um, because they can't say what they want to say. Do you see what's happening to us, to this world? Sounds a little communist to me. <laughs> You're trying to tell people they can't say what they want to say, and they pick and choose who they pull down. You can twerk your ass. You can cuss each other out on the internet. But the minute you have an opinion about something and now people are listening to you, they're yanking your pages. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? That's the world we're living in. There is a price for everything. We can't even say what we want to say. We can't even say what we want to say. And I'm not hanging out here too long about this. There's only so many, so much conversation that you can have about a topic like this. But I just wanted to come in, give my two cents, ending on make sure that we are thinking before we are reacting, making sure that we understand that there is a price to pay for decisions that we make. Are you okay if you get locked up and leave your children and they go to foster care? Are you good with that? Are you okay with hurting someone you love? And that person was a part of your livelihood. Are you okay with that? You got to be okay with your decision. And I'm talking about these are things that, that, that are within our, within our control. These are things that are within our control. Every day I get up and I do these voice journals. I talk to myself often because I have to talk things through. I have to. I got to talk them through because if I don't talk them through, I may say something that I regret. I got to talk it through. I got to talk it through myself first. So every morning I get up and I turn on that voice journal and I just start talking about my thoughts, things that I'm thinking about. How am I going to hash this out? How am I going to solve this problem? How am I going to deal with certain things? I don't care how good of a person you are. I consider myself a nice person. That don't mean everybody like me. <laughs> it doesn't mean everyone likes me. I've got people that talk crazy to me. But I'm very careful about the things I say because sometimes that's what people want. If you're a person that likes that fight, then that's like I'm the person with the kerosene and I'm putting, you know, lighting the match. You're the, you have the kerosene on you and I'm lighting the match and I toss it to you. I put it on you. Now you're, you're burning up. Now you're wilding out. I don't want to do that. That's too... I, that's too easy. That's too easy. You need to know what I'm thinking. I, people don't need to know your every thought either. I'll say that. People do not need to know everything that you freaking thinking about. Let people worry about wonder. What you? What is she thinking about? Yeah, wonder about what I'm thinking about, how I feel. Because one thing about me that I have become great at is that I can leave you right where you stand. People will do a whole bunch of crap to you. And that's what set people off. I get it. But you got to know when to walk away from those folks. 
You don't have to give them no, no, no long explanations either. And I've explained to you, I've talked to you, we've dealt with it, or we have not dealt with it. You're not listening. I'm out. I ain't gotta smack you down. I got look, I got machete, I got taser, I got uh, don't get me started. I got a lot. I don't want to have to use those things on you. So how about I just you just stay out of my life, I stay out of yours, you go in that corner, I go at mine, because I got a lot to lose. I got I got children dependent, I got my child dependent on me. I got a mom, depends on me. You hear what I'm saying? So I have to think before I make a decision. So in order for me to avoid all that, we I just stay over here. You go over there and I'll go over here. I'm too old for that. I don't have the time for that. I'm over that. I did that when I was in my 20s. I'm in my 50s now. How do I look? jumping up in somebody's face or somebody jumping up in mine. You're going to respect me. This is the, the work that I have done over the years to get people to respect me. And even then you will still have people come after you. I get it. People will challenge you. Will got challenged that day. That was just probably the last camel and the, the last straw on the camel's back for him. But he was still out of water and it's costing him big time. big time. So we got to think about these things. When our emotions get out of control, what are we doing? Just breathe. Sometimes you just got to take a step back and just take a breath. Step back and just breathe for a minute. Oh, I don't want to kill this fool. Let me just breathe it out. Oh, I don't want to cuss her out. Oh my gosh. Oh, my boss is tripping. I don't want to lose this job. I don't want to be the person that come up here shooting up the place. So I'm saying when things are out of control, breathe first, breathe. Now, if your life is threatened, then that's another matter. Then you're going to have to, you know, act accordingly at that point. But what I'm saying to you is listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth. Cause I've seen this too many times with people where they go off the deep edge and they can't come back from it because of using their hands or whether you can kill somebody with your mouth. You don't even have to touch somebody. You can kill someone with your mouth. So we got to be careful of the things that we are saying. You know, and all you guys riding for Will and what he did. Yeah, that's what he did. That's something going on with you too. All y'all. <laughs> All of you guys that condone that, that agree with him, shame on you guys too. I'm sorry. Because that tells me something about you too. Because at the end of the day, you guys would sit there and watch him, watch that man humiliate that other man over something so trivial, something so small. And you would say you would do this, the same thing. I beg to differ. I don't think you would. I think you would sit there and you would talk a bunch of shit, but you may not put the hands on the person because you already know once you throw that first punch, that's it. It's on and cracking. Once you decide to resort to that violence, that's it. There's no turning back from it. So we all got to get better at being able to think. Think before we leap, people. And I thank you all for stopping in and listening to Is Miss Max Health and Culture. You know, we're always talking about 
what's going on with our mental health. And I love the culture of our people. I love us. That's the thing. No matter how we act, I love us because there's nobody like us. That's the thing. That's what makes us so amazing. Nobody's like us. Everybody wants to be us. Everybody wants the benefit of us. But nobody wants to really be us. I love being us. I love I love the skin that I'm in. I love who I am. I want you to love who you are as a person. We got to get off this low vibration, man. We got to be better. Every day I know it's hard. Rusa, just Rusa. <laughs> we got to be better. We can do it. We can do it. But it's going to take some work. I know I've done it. I've been there. I've been there, done that. That's how I could sit here and talk to y'all and have this show is Miss Max Health and Culture now. There would have been a time I couldn't see myself doing this because I was about that low vibration. That was getting me nowhere. Nowhere. How can you res how can you want people to respect you and you can't respect yourself? Answer that question. Don't ever expect anyone to respect you when you can't respect yourself. Because you out here hell raising, you want to fight all the time. You would be somebody else. You better learn to learn how to use your words. That <laughs> learn how to use your words. Talk to people. Learn how to communicate. And that's something that we need to do better in our community. Communication, real communication. That's it. Sometimes I'm telling you, half of the world problems would be settled if people just learned how to communicate better. That's all I'm saying. Have a conversation, and if it don't work out then go to the left, to the left, to the left. You don't have to deal with that stuff. You don't have to. Don't let. Don't feel like you have to feel guilty and be in relationships that are not healthy for you. Because in the end, that's how people lose their lives because they stayed too long. You, could, you had a, a window to leave and you didn't take it. We don't know when to, to, to bounce. That's our problem. We don't know when to leave. Sometimes we're so addicted to drama. It's all we know. Sometimes drama and, and chaos is all people know. I think that if they work towards the light to the peace, I don't think that they would be satisfied because it's, it's like an uncomfortable feeling. If you don't have drama in your life, if you don't have chaos in your life, Oh my God, what am I going to do if I'm not being negative? That's no way to live, baby. You got to work towards that peace. We are getting older. Do you see everything that's going on in the world? How are you not paying attention? Wake up today, please. The tsunami has hit the building. I love you. I thank you all for tuning in. And I can't wait to see you the next time. And also, don't forget to visit me at www.ministryandwellness.com. If you sign up, I'm going to do a drawing and I'm going to sell, send you one of my wellness packages. I talk all day, but I love talking to you all because I get to express who I am. And I'm hoping that my words resonate with you all. But drop some comments and let me know what you think about what I talked about today. All right, who, whose side are you on? Are you on Will's side? Are you on Chris's side? What do you think? I heard some of y'all say you think it's fake. Y'all think it was rigged. What do you all think? But at the end of the day, understand this. And I'm going to close on this for real. Understand this. Is that there's always a victim and there's always a victor. 
You understand? A victim and a victor. Which side of the fence you want to be on? Think about what it is that you want in your life. One split decision can change everything for you. We got to get better at controlling these emotions, family. We got to. We don't have a choice. We got to do it. We got these kids we have to look after. They look to us. We, we want them to look to us, but we're failing them because they're seeing things, all kind of craziness on the TV, and they think that's, that's the way to live. That's not the way to live. So I will see y'all next time. You all be good. Keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> and I will see you soon. Take care. Lord individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Deang. Cindy On the wake up. This is It's Miss Max, health and culture owner of Ministry and Wellness, where we offer alternative solutions for people dealing with sleep, stress, and anxiety. Did you know 70% of Americans only get one good night of sleep a month? while another 11% report having insufficient sleep every night. Let me help you get the rest you need, while helping with your stress and discomfort through natural solutions that won't leave side effects. You deserve to be the best version of yourself. Visit ministryandwellness.com. That's ministryandwellness.com for my hand-picked and affordable selection. Have questions about our products? No problem. Book your free consultation with health and wellness advocate Maxine Sinclair or call 855-200-2774. That's 855-200-2774. Just get your body to move. Won't stop till we shake the room, yeah. Just get your body to move. Why do I need to? Why do I need to? Let on the wake up play. Won't stop till they hear what we say, yeah. Let on the wake up play. Why do I need to? Why do I need to? Just get your body to move. Won't stop till we shake the room, yeah.